Hey everyone, welcome to Industry Headlines. He's Kevin Kaufman. I'm Fred Weaver, and uh, this is our look at uh, what's happening in the real estate and mortgage industry for the week of April 27th. So, uh, lots of stuff going on in the in the news, Kevin. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and FHA and VA borrowers and forbearances and all sorts of good stuff, right? Yeah, it's like this is the the mortgage uh, mortgage episode, especially especially when it comes to uh, what's going on in current times with COVID-19 status. So let's, uh, let's dive into this week's headlines, man. So the biggest headline, this one jumped out at me. I'm not one to like to predict things, but since you and I didn't predict it, Fannie Mae predicted it. They're forecasting mortgage rates under 3% in 2021. Uh, uh, that's, that's pretty incredible right there. Yeah. You know, I gotta be honest. Like when I first saw that, it was, it was startling. I think I, texted it to you the other day. Um, and, and I was a little startled, but as I thought about it, I, I gotta be honest, like you, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't like to kind of predict things if you will. And if I had to bet right now, I'm going to bet that that's right. Uh, just because of some other things I believe that are going on behind the scenes with the economy and the overall, um, just kind of the overall state of affairs, I believe it literally has to go that low. So I think that is coming. I think we could see mortgage rates under 3% uh, in 2021, which would definitely make things <laughs> fun and interesting. Yeah, and to put some specifics behind this, they were referring to 30-year fixed rate mortgages, uh, a research group thinking the average rate of a 30-year fixed rate mortgage would be 2.9. So think about that for a minute. That means borrowers with extremely high credit scores, great loan-to-values, conventional loans, not, uh, not jumbo, things of that nature, could find themselves even, what I'll say, well below 2.9%, right, to make that average of 2.9. So pretty crazy stuff. Um, we talked a lot last week. We've been talking about this a lot for several weeks now. Just the number of people that are unable to make their mortgage payment or at least are requesting help from their mortgage lender or servicer for forbearances, that number just keeps increasing. Like it's, it's getting longer and longer, sort of like my hair, bigger and bigger, if you will, sort of like that stuff growing on your face, right? Week after week just keeps getting bigger. Wow. Wow. You went there, huh? Okay. So yes, because it's we know it's not growing on top of my head, um, at least not that rapidly, not as rapidly as it grows on my face. But yeah, so the forbearance, uh, you know, nearly 10% of all FHA and VA borrowers are now in forbearance uh, with bringing the industry total, or, or I should say the nation's total forbearance nearing 7% of all mortgages have gone into uh, forbearance. So that, I mean, that's a lot of people not making their payment later this week. Uh, so yeah. Friday is May 1st, right? So that's a lot of people who are not going to again be making a payment on Friday. And Kevin, there's a lot of these studies and articles that get written that are done like a small test group, right? It's like taking like sort of like the COVID stuff, right? Somebody goes and tests 300 people in one part of the country and they release data. And then scientists and researchers argue whether that's representative of the whole. But I'd like to, I'd like to point out that this study, the nearly 10% of FHA and VA borrowers in total forbearance is nearing 7%. 
This comes from data from the Mortgage Bankers Association, which polled more than 50 mortgage servicers that collect payments on nearly 77% of the entire mortgage market. So this is a very comprehensive survey that was done. Um, these numbers that we're talking about right here, this is not maybe indicative of a small portion of lenders. This is true of, the, of most of the entire mortgage market right now. Yeah, so again, that's a lot of people not making payments for a few months. Um, and I'm gonna just kind of roll into the next headline because they go together in a lot of ways, right? So, um, you know, with forbearance, traditionally, I, we've and we've talked about this a few times, right? You get to miss a few payments, but then you gotta make it up. Like, you know, you gotta make it up over the next few months. Sometimes it's right away. Sometimes it's over a couple months, whatever that looks like. Um, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac have both come out and reiterated, hey, there's not going to be lump sum repayments required going forward from the folks that we've allowed, to, you know, we've granted forbearance to. So that, um, you know, that's good news for those people, especially since there are so many, uh, you know, based, you know, that are in forbearance at this point. Well, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be the guy that says it's bad news because I think that is good news because some forbearances can result in a lump payment, right? Cool. We gave you a two, three months off your mortgage. Now it's all due like at the end of that. That's, that's not, but let's also look at this another way. If I have a $1,500 mortgage payment every single month, right? And I don't pay it for four months in a row, that's $6,000. So even if the lender comes to me and says, Hey, uh, month five, you're going to have to pay your mortgage. And you go, okay, my job's back. I think I can make that work. Well, now your, your $6,000 of mortgage payments have been spread. Let's just use an example out throughout a year, right? So now that means I got to add $500 on top of my normal $1,500 mortgage payment. We already know that most of the country struggles with saving money and doesn't have a lot of money in their bank accounts. So, I mean, how many of those people, even if you spread it out over a year, are going to be able to take on a $2,000 mortgage payment or a $1,750 mortgage payment for the next two years. So uh, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's all bad news here. I'm glad to hear it's not gonna be a lump sum payment. At least that's what Fannie and Freddie and the GSEs are saying. But I still have some concerns about what the actual terms are and how people are gonna cope with them. Yeah, it's gonna be, you know, it, it is. It's still gonna be interesting how it plays out. What happens? Do they end up moving these into... Um, uh, I'm going to forget the term of it where they actually just tack it on the back end. Um, a deferral. A yeah. deferral. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Are they going to end up moving these from an actual forbearance to a deferral? I don't know. I guess that remains to be seen, but uh, good news for the, for the borrowers is there's not going to be a lump sum required. At least that's the way it appears at this time. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully um, this, you know, this forbearance gives people a chance to kind of get back on their feet or return to some sort of normal and, Get back to uh, get back to regularly scheduled payments. Yeah, and if you're a real estate agent, mortgage professional uh, out there, make sure you and your clients know it's always a great idea to pay your mortgage. Sure, it sounds attractive to potentially skip a couple of months worth of mortgage payments, but there are some credit effects there. There are some things that you're deferring that have to be dealt with later. Uh, and, and so I think as professionals in the industry, we want to get the word out that the best thing to do is to make your payment, if at all possible. Yes, the banks want to work with you, but work with you does not mean you won't have to pay that money, does not mean you won't incur some sort of uncomfortable situation later does not mean it may not affect your ability to refinance or purchase another home in the future so again i think it's important this is not an industry headline but it's my plea to our industry to continue telling people to make their mortgage payment at all if at all possible yeah no, not to mention plus if uh you know 
headline number one, if that prediction becomes true and we see rates under 3% next year, they're going to want to refinance and then Absolutely. making their payments, they're going to have a hard time doing that. So um, if, you can, if you can make that payment, make it and uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for Industry Headlines. We'll see you back here next week. Create yourself a great week. Bye, guys. Ow. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of eXp Realty, and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today. Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.